I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. Today I am here with Jay to wrap up season three. We want to thank you so much for your patience in the release of this episode, this last episode of season three. We are right now building a platform where we can have a more interactive and community-based experience with you guys as listeners. So stay tuned for that release. We'll do another episode after this one for kind of like the start of season four, but the end of things here and the beginning of something new. So if you're somebody who has anxiety, don't doesn't like the end of things, just rest assured that we will be in touch. We'll let you know all the details and that with growth comes things that are bigger and better. And this is going to be awesome. We're really excited about it. So I just want to welcome Jay to the show today. Welcome, Jay. Thanks for having me on again. Are you excited about our, our new community that we're building? I'm very excited about it. I think that uh, it's going to be um, really impactful for a lot of people. Um, it's going to be supportive and, you know, just a, a, a an avenue of, of gaining a lot of strength and a lot of, uh, of clarity and uh, and mindset. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited because I think it's going to be more accessible. You and I will be more accessible. There'll be more um, opportunities to connect with us, to connect with each other on a strength-based platform. We're going to have learning courses too, some e-courses where you can have an interactive experience. So anyway, more of that to come. But today, we wanted to talk about personas to kind of wrap up season three here. And yeah, so you want to get started and define personas for us, Jay? Sure. Uh, your persona is is basically uh, the the characteristics that you take on uh, on a daily basis. Uh, so I would say my first and foremost persona is I'm a Christian. So that being said, there are parameters that I stay within. There are, are there are guidelines and and there are things that you know, I do ritualistically, and, and there are things that, uh, you know, I stay away from. Uh, so it, it gives me a direction, and it gives me, um, you know, a purpose uh, in life. Uh, and then another one would be, uh, you know, being a man. Um, there are, you know, guidelines, and there are, are roles and responsibilities that come along with that. And, and then being a, a husband, and, you know, there are uh, responsibilities that come along with that, and and you know you could the list could really go on, but you know the the strength behind uh, having these personas is that you wear them, and you, you look for ways to to get better at them, right? So. Um, you know, I'm not a, a perfect Christian. Uh, I am a sinner, um, but I am, you know, with the understanding that uh, I need to apologize for my sins. I need to ask for forgiveness. Uh, I need to uh, continue to uh, follow Christ. I need to continue to walk that path uh, as a husband. I know that uh, it's my responsibility to you know, be a, a good provider, a good protector, um, a guide for my family. Uh, so I know that those are responsibilities that I need to take seriously and that uh, there are, you know, 
probably husbands that are better than me, so I should probably, you know, uh, find those people and and sort of follow them and and see what they do. That that's that's so awesome that you know I probably should be doing that. Maybe that's not in my current awareness. Um, you know, it, it's really a guideline. It, it gives you an aim um, to to pursue, and I think that you know, adult children or, you know, adults that, um, you know, perhaps act, you know, like they are um, immature or just irresponsible, uh, they lack persona. Um, And they lack, you know, really taking these roles seriously and, and, and pursuing them on a, on a higher level and trying to gain ground and, and continue to climb the ladder of, you know, what it takes to be, you know, better within that persona. I love that. Can you give examples of what a guideline would be for, let's say, like the persona of father? Absolutely. So a uh, father is going to um, protect, he's going to um, provide, he's going to guide, he is going to sacrifice, um, he is going to love, he is going to discipline, he is going to uh, provide wisdom, uh, he is going to uh, suffer for the love of his family. Um, you know, he is, these are things that fathers should be doing and this is a if you you are in that persona uh, these are the things that you want to make sure that you take inventory right like am I doing these things you know if if this were a checklist like if I'm going down this checklist like am I doing these things and how what are what are uh, firm examples um, of me doing this right uh, because if I'm just sort of throwing things out there, I'm like, yeah, you know, I sacrifice, uh, you know, I, was, I would die for my family, um, you know, but you won't take your kid out back and throw the ball with him, right? Like, you need to really evaluate, like, what these things mean to you and what they may mean to uh, your kid, right, or your family, Um and if there are things that, you know, your kid or your family are, are asking you to do and you're just kind of like, oh, I don't feel like it. Oh, I don't want to. Um, you know, that's, that right there is kind of like a check, you know, like, okay, you know, I really don't want to and I don't feel like it. But you know what? This is my role. This is my persona. And if I want to be any good at this, sometimes I'm going to have to do things that I don't feel like doing. That's a good point. That was actually my next question. So, and before I get into questions, I just want to jump in and say that I also have personas and I teach people this. I don't use the word persona. So if you have listened to earlier episodes, you'll hear me talk about identity work, identity development, and, you know, picking an aim, like choosing your identity and then going after it. And this is similar to, you know, what Jay is saying is that you need to have structure to your personality, especially if you're someone who is 
led by emotions. If you're led by emotions and there's no structure to your personality or, or you ignore whether willingly or unknowingly or unwillingly, what, what have you, the, the responsibilities and roles that come with the personas, well, then you do end up becoming like an adult child pretending that you're in a role or in a persona and actually not playing that out. And for myself, I know that I didn't have a spiritual belief set when I first started out this journey. I mean, maybe I would have said I, I did I, or I didn't believe in anything, but it wouldn't have been anything I had put time to research in. I would have had a thought that, come, that came from a, a feeling and then I would have created a story and that kind of would have been my belief system, which, you know, if you've been listening long enough, you should know. If you don't know, that doesn't count as a belief system. But now, you know, years later and doing this work and feeling like, yeah, you know, I definitely obviously have my moments. I don't have a neurotypical, um, I guess, let's say like brain. Yeah. Don't have neurotypical brain. Definitely neurodivergent, definitely an intense person. And I also have personas. So there are boundaries within which this neurodivergent presentation fits, such as I am also a Christian. I am a woman. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I am a, a CrossFitter now trying on that persona. Oh, I am somebody who is health conscious. So I'm, you know, coming to terms with having to do elimination diets for a better health presentation. And within all of those personas, I have guidelines, just like Jay is saying that I have to follow, right? So as a Christian, I have moral standards. As a mother, I have responsibilities. Like, you know, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I have a responsibility to take my, my son to school. I can't just wake up and say, you know what, let's take a mental health day today right? Like we, I just don't really feel like it. And so I'm anxious and I can't take you to school. I have to, you know, have, even when I'm not motivated, I have to be disciplined to the guidelines, roles, and responsibilities that exist within each of the personas that I, you know, wear or, you know, throughout my day. And that was something that I was going to ask you about. One of the most common questions that I get from people is, well, why? Like, why do I need these personas? And Jay answered it. I'll answer it again. I'll let him answer it. But do you want to go ahead? Yeah, I, I would just throw that throw this in there that your, your persona is the thing that makes people like you, right? So, <laughs> yeah. as a husband, you know, I want to do these things because I want you to like me, yeah, right? That's true. And so I'm going to, you know, sacrifice. I'm going to, you know, do things for you um, that. Uh, make you like me more, that make you love me, that uh, make you feel as though your family is secure. And, uh, you know, so that's that's just something I wanted to throw in there. That That's really important. Um, you know, just to say it again, your, your persona is the thing that makes people like you. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. And for those of you who are hearing that in such a way that's like, well, people should just like me. I mean, that's a tough one. That's a very... No, people shouldn't just like you, right? Like, because how do you form networks and friendships if you just exist in the world and then people should just like inherently like you? Jay's saying that you have to develop who you are and, and who people should know you to be so that they can be in relationship with you and therefore like you. And I also also would want to add in, it's the question you should be asking yourself is like, who do I want to like me, right? So if I'm hanging out with, you know, uh, a bunch of, you know, people who are depressed um, and, you know, they like to complain. They like to, you know, talk about how, 
you know, everything's just so bad and, and so flawed and, you know, anxiety and this, that, and the third. And then you come out of your mouth with something positive and, and you're like yeah. trying to, you know, help people and like coax them along. Like, come on guys, you know, let's, let's pick ourselves up. You're not really going to be liked. No. Right. So you, you should ask yourself, who do I want to like me? Because that's going to be a very important part of that persona. You know, if I'm hanging out with, you know, a bunch of bank robbers and I'm like, Hey guys, you know, there's uh there's we're robbing a bank. This isn't right. I'm going to call 911. They're not really going to like me too much. So I have to, you know, be very mindful of of who I want to like me and, and for what reason. Yeah, good answer. That's awesome. I say that to people who are dating or who say like, well, I can't find my person, right? And it's like, well, have you have you considered like who your person would want to find and whether or not you're that person? Because you should consider that. Everyone really does consider that unless you're led by emotions. And that you know, brings us again to this question of why, right? Why do I need personas? How do I stay motivated to be in a persona? And like, what about my impulses? So the number one answer to the question of why is because without a persona that is not a mental illness, I'll say it again, without a persona that is not a mental illness. So borderline personality disorder, ADHD, um, what else? Depression, anxiety. Listen, those are not personas, guys. Those are diagnoses, right? I don't walk around going, I, I am diabetes. Hello. I am Hashimoto's hypothyroiditis. I have that diagnosis. That is not a persona, right? That is just a diagnosis. That's very important. So if you walk around and you are your diagnosis and you feel like that resonates with you, then you need a persona. You can have, you can be a mother who also happens to have a diagnosis of a mental illness. Fine. But your persona is the guidelines that draw and the and the responsibilities that drive your behavior in as you're recovering and overcoming a mental illness. So your why is because without persona that's clearly defined and role models to follow through it, your um, the way that you behave in the world is going to be in line with whatever emotion you have, especially if that comes from mental illness. Do you have another, anything to piggyback on that or anything you disagree or agree with? Well, I was just going to say, you know, uh, a question that I, I think we received a couple weeks back was why do I stay or, well, I can't remember what the question was. I was like, well, what motivated you to like to stay with me all to that stay time? Around. Like, why would you come back and do, yeah. So here's the thing about that. Um, I knew, uh, when I first met Rose, she didn't develop her, she hadn't developed her persona yet, but I knew there was something inside of her that once she gets something in her mind, she's going all in. And I was right. I was spot on, uh, you know, for a perfect example, a very recent example is we've been doing CrossFit You know, we were doing like two a days. I mean, we just been crushing it. Oh yeah. And she's all in. Right. So there is not a workout that she's missed. Uh, I've had to travel and, and she's worked out on her own and she's fully taken on this persona. Uh, and I know that it takes strength and it takes you being willing to sacrifice a piece of who you are for this persona. And that's a big part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely do that. I do go black and white into things and I've learned you know, obviously I'm not perfect and I always have, I will always have a long way to go, but I have learned that with something like persona and especially with truth, that that is black and white, right? So I said, I wanted to support you. I want to do CrossFit with you. We need to move more. I turned 40 on March 7th, right? Like it's, 
you know, it's that time. It's that time to grow. And you, we, we committed to CrossFit. And I've learned that if I commit to something, I'm going to just do it. That's how you do it. And it just, it just takes consistency. It takes consistency of showing up, you know, whatever it is that that persona is, it's showing up, right? That is the key is being consistent within that, that persona so that people can develop trust with you. And so, you know, like being a good partner, uh, a good boyfriend or a good girlfriend, um, it, that is a, a persona as well, right? Because you are developing a relationship and a relationship requires two people, right? Two individuals. So it's, it's respecting boundaries and it's, it's an understanding of trying to develop a deeper understanding of one another so that you can possibly spend the rest of your lives together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's such an important part of, you know, recovery work, or, you know, if you're out there and you're a loved one, you can also look at your personas and define them a bit better and have role models for them. And it's a growth oriented thing. If you listen to, you know, anyone talking about growth or success or, you know, um, the spiritual development, et cetera, you're going to listen to people talk about personas because this is something that really everyone has to do and work on and refine if they really want to grow and change. And then I think, okay, next question would be, how do I stay motivated, right? How do I stay motivated? And it was interesting. I saw I've joined a all in right with CrossFit. So I joined a CrossFit for women's Facebook group. I'm kind of looking around and this one woman goes like, well, I don't, you know, I haven't been to the gym. I took time off and I don't feel like going back. What do I do? And the comments were really interesting. They were like other women going, it doesn't matter what you want. Like motivation is a feeling and you don't, operate on feeling when you have a goal you you operate on discipline so you show up even when you don't want to even when you're not motivated to you show up and like something like parenting for example like that's a that's a big one right some people I know out there you get depressed and you don't want to show up to parenting maybe we don't want to admit that but I know you know that's a thing so if you don't want to show up to parenting because you feel like you can just have your kid, you know, play video games today, doesn't have to go to school because you're feeling depressed. I mean, that's something that you really want to reevaluate whether or not that that is following the guidelines and rules of your persona. That's just it's just not appropriate behavior for that persona. And that's just one example. But, you know, basically the bottom line is, is, you know, you don't need a lot of motivation and a feel good speech every day to get up and, you know, be who you are in the world. You just need to do it. It's called discipline. Absolutely. Um, that's, that's very well said. I really can't follow up with a, a better statement than that. You know, you just have to show up each time and give it your best. You're going to, you're going to try, you're going to fail, fail doing things, but that's how you learn. You know, the, the learning is in the doing. And so don't hesitate, just go for it. Awesome. The other thing, you know, question that's often asked is, well, what about, what do I do with like the, the dopamine need, right? Like a lot of people who are impulsive, they're constantly seeking dopamine. Why? Well, I, I feel like this is boring or I'm not interested and I don't want to, and I can't connect with my mission and it's too far away. I don't even have a partner yet because I'm not dating anyone. And why should I have to do this? Like a lot of that, right? And I think it, it's, I, first of all, if you have a need for dopamine, you need to think about how else to fill that if you're on a recovery journey. 
because you can't fill your dopamine, you know, like feed your dopamine or your impulse through something negative and also be on a recovery journey. It won't align with your persona, whether that be going to a doctor to get medication or whether that be a fitness outlet or whether that be, you know, like cultivating new hobbies, having multiple different hobbies that you're doing, multiple different personas. You got to figure that out. And that's something that you're going to need help with. So seek help, seek that pressure, right? But outside of that, I think, again, it just goes back to the same thing. All of these questions that you have in your mind about personas, they come back to the same issue, which is if you want to have recovery, you need to have structure to your personality because you are led by emotions and being led by emotions means being led by chaos. The antidote to chaos is clearly order. And in order to create order, you have to be willing to try on personas and You know, like part of that is a pretending. When I first started CrossFit, January 1st, I put on some CrossFit clothes. I was pretending. That's not genuine because I'm not a CrossFitter and still not a couple of months later, but I am becoming one. And that is part of having a persona. So anything else that you really wanted to touch upon with personas? I don't think so. I think we uh, we covered a lot. Awesome. So I just want to give you some concrete steps. So first thing that you can do is you can list out all of the personas you wear in life. Like Jay said, he's a Christian. He's a man. He's a husband. He's a father. Um, those are just some of the ones that he had listed out. Step two is you can look at guidelines, protocols, rituals for each of those personas. Step three that you can do is you can find role models who are following those guidelines and protocols in each of those personas, and then you can start walking that path. So hopefully that gives you some concrete steps towards identity development, towards developing your personas, towards having structure to your personality today. And again, thank you so much for all of the listener support throughout these last three seasons. And this is it, wrapping up season three of the From Borderline to Beautiful podcast. Thank you so much, Jay, for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Until next time, stay tuned for that important announcement of where you can find season four or the growth and advancement of Skeeter's Strength Thrive Mind Body Community. Thanks so much, everybody. Okay, thanks for listening. That was From Borderline to Beautiful, a production of Skeeter's Strength Mindset Coaching Systems. We help frustrated individuals, resentful couples, and disconnected families navigate through tough times. Visit us on the web at skeeterstrength.com. If you like this show, remember, you can hear it on Anchor or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Cast or any app you use to listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get a new episode every Monday. If you want to get in touch, you can leave me a voice message. Some of you had some comments and questions from last episode, so let's hear them. I'd love to hear whatever questions you have too. Just download that Anchor mobile app, search for From Borderline to Beautiful, and tap the message button to send me a voice message. So, if you like this podcast, not only can you download that Anchor app, but you can help us get this message out to so many more people. Head over to Apple and offer us that five-star rating and let me know what you're thinking about some of our material. The more stars and higher rating we get, the more people will have access to From Borderline to Beautiful. 
hope and help for individuals with BPD.